0: G'day. um Today we are going to be trying a 78-year-old wine. I'm Trent.
1: And I'm Jason. And we're the wind-up podcast. We're unfiltered and unapologetically unprofessional. And we've got a special friend with us today, Nishan, our, our good friend from high school and university to share this episode with. Uh, and as we say here, drink, drink more, more, try more, learn more. And don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. So before we get into this special episode... I thought I'd share my thought of the week, yeah. which is which is about the three of us and and the power of wine to bring friends together. It's mm. got a very binding nature. Um, like I said, we're long term friends. I've known you since high school. We've you, known each other since university uni. days. Yeah. Uh And and over time, I think we've had different interests. Like if I if I think about what brought us together as friends, apart from being in school. We'd often go to each other's house and play a bit of Nintendo. Yeah. A bit of Mario Brothers. Uh, so that's when we were a bit younger. Also in school... We'd have, uh, it was all-boys school, so mm. if there was a female teacher around, we'd bond over there, we'd say she's hot. <laughs>
0: that, that was another thing. Um, Good, that's not the male teacher, there'd be another thing. That, that's another story. <laughs> we did go to a Catholic school. <laughs> we were, but nothing, nothing happened there. Um, if we think
1: about uni days where we met, the, the, the binding force was basketball. We used mm. to play quite often, probably two times a week. And then, and then we we grew a bit older, and things. That's where things not, started to not that much older though, right? Not that much older, but that's where that's where we probably didn't see each other as often. Yeah. Uh, what happens is is work, uh, wife, kids, all of that kind of takes your time. Yeah. Life happens. Life happens. Yeah. And then, and then you kind of lose that binding thing, but. But I found that wine's kind of brought us back together. Not that we weren't friends, but we spend more time together. Mm. Because of the power of wine, we've got this kind of shared interest that we all enjoy about it. it sounds
0: like that Celine Dion song, you know, the, the power of wine versus power something else, isn't it? <laughs>
1: Power
0: of love, I think. of The love for
2: wine, I think. Yeah, then.
1: I guess if you, if you want to sing a couple of bars no. as well, it'll help me jog the memory. You need but a yeah. few, few more drinks first. A <laughs> few more drinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so that's, that's what I was thinking about. I was kind of thinking about, look, because we've got this shared interest, we're, we're hanging around together more. And it's in fact, we've got an annual Easter pilgrimage mm-hmm. where we're having wine together. And we're discussing this. And that was actually the genesis of this podcast. If you remember, a couple of years back, we were talking about this. And so, look, wine tastes good, wine's fantastic, but I think it's another thing that we can all share as friends and it binds us together, which is what I was thinking about.
0: Wow, the magic of wine. The power of wine. wine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What were you thinking about, Trent? So, it
0: was, I think, is. I don't know whether you guys can see it, but today we're going to have a, a a port. And then when I think about port, I think about Porto. I know that you've been there before, but yeah. um, besides port being the wine, there's another thing that also comes to, I guess, front of mind for me. And I don't know, do you, what do you guys think of when you think about Porto
2: and port?
1: I just think of Portugal as Portugal,
2: <laughs> Portugal. Ronaldo? No. Oh,
1: no.
2: Well, for me, it's more about the wines for Porto because... Um, Ronaldo, Ronaldo was more sporting yeah. this bin, but, anyways. Um, yeah. But for me, definitely, Porto was around the the food and the wine, yeah. just the preparings. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the, the one that kind of came to me was um, the, what they call that the pastis de nata, which is the Portuguese tarts. So it's <laughs> come more and more. I think prevalent and popular in in Australia. So an um,
1: egg tart is that what it is? It's, it's not. It's, it's don't it's call not. it an egg tart. <laughs> oh, it's like it, it's like
0: a custody tart, right? Okay, yeah. so it's, okay. Well, it's a flaky pastry, and the one that's really popular popular in um, Lisbon. Do you remember the name of it?
2: I don't actually know.
0: Um, the place is called um, Pastista Belém. So just near the monastery, there people queue up, and it's one of the best places, and it's unbelievable if you get a chance to visit Lisbon there to try. The pastis de nata. And I thought it's very um, relevant today because it's a sweet. Yeah. And we're going to have port, which is a sweet wine, which should pair together. So I've got some here. Oh, wow. wow look at that. What is that? That's a sweet belem. Sweet belem. So I didn't quite get to go to Lisbon, um, <laughs> but I did go to Petersham, which is close to it, I think. And they do do these wonderful pastries, Portuguese tarts. And we're going to share a few today as we have the port. Oh, beautiful. So I'll, uh, we'll go through it. You can see that. So it's this beautiful kind of egg tart. It's egg Normal- tart.
2: That's what I said. Like- Custard tart. <laughs> Custard tart.
0: <laughs> which is a, which kind of like it's kind of bronze on the top, which gives that kind of the, the creamy kind of burnt kind of caramel kind of flavor to it. And often they have that kind of little dash of cinnamon as well on top of it. So we'll try this, which is going to be unbelievable. And then we're going to try the port as well together and see whether it's a marriage made in heaven.
1: And we'll be in Lisbon. That's great. Yeah. Take you to Porto. Take you to Porto. <laughs> Sounds like another Celine Dion song. Yeah. So what have
0: you been drinking, Jace?
1: What have I been drinking? Uh, so so this week was a really special week, actually. It was my sister-in-law's wedding. And it was down in Barrel, the southern highlands of New South Wales. And that's that's a wine region in, in New South Wales. So there was a quite a bit of wine consumed. Uh, but the wine I was thinking about, we had in their pre-wedding party. So they had a pre-wedding party in a place called Briar's Inn. Mm. And it was a beautiful place. Have, have you been there before? No. It was a beautiful place. The, the sun was shining. It was uh, a nice warm spring afternoon. Lots of people dressed up.
0: That's the power of love. <laughs> and, and, wine, and,
2: and wine.
0: And wine. And
1: <laughs> wine. Keep in, sing, singing that Celine Dion song. I like it. But, but in there, they were saving a fair bit of wine. We had a wine from Artemis Wines. Yeah. It was a Pinot Grigio, a 2023 wine. Uh, and it just suited the occasion. It was a warm spring day. Yeah. Lime peach flavors. Refreshing. Uh, great balance of acidity. Very refreshing. Great to meet a lot of new people at yeah. the wedding. Uh, so I'm keen to try a few more of their wines.
0: Sounds good. Where is Artemis from?
2: What is it Southern Highlands? Southern
0: Highlands. are oh, from that local area, correct?
2: Also <laughs> correct. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a pretty popular one, and they, they actually do a pretty oh. good like a uh, pizza board and uh, stuff. Awesome.
1: Uh, have been there as
2: well. One. Yeah. Okay. Right.
0: Great. I feel like I'm one missing out. <laughs> well,
1: I've, I've bought a few wines from the area, so yeah. we'll have another episode on oh, that.
0: Sounds good. So onto the epi- episode today, and as we mentioned, we're trying a 78-year-old wine in particular. It's a port wine. And so I thought I'd give you a bit of context behind it in terms of what port is, you know, port and Porto. So you can tell the name kind of comes from the area, Porto, which is a city within Portugal. And um, it is a fortified wine. And do you know what a fortified wine is? No. What what is a fortified wine? So with normal wines or still wines, they normally do a dry ferment of the wine. So turning all the the sugars into alcohol. Mm -hmm. But for port, um, they add a clear grape spirit to it to stop the fermentation process and what that means is it preserves the sugars in it hence it creates a sweet wine okay and also adds alcohol to it as well so that sweetness still has a kind of alcohol which is tends to be slightly higher than what still wine is yeah um but it produces i think something that we should also try a lot more often as well so in terms of these fortified wines so the spirit they normally add is normally brandy Ah, okay. It's a bit of that. Um, But yeah, we'll see what this one is. Um, In port, they tend to only use, or a a proper port is only really using Portuguese grapes as well. So the Portuguese grapes that they kind of mention is the, there's one, two, three, four, five, six there, Tariga Franca, Tinta Roriz, Tinta Barroca, Tariga Nacional, Tinta Cow, and Tinta Amarela. So all grapes that we never actually heard of before. Everything with a Tinta. Got it. Tinta, yeah. Yeah. but if it were going go to be a real port, it'll be using those grapes, and they create um, uh, different types of um, types of port wines. So the three main ones that they make is the ruby port, the tawny port, and the white port. So the ruby port tends to be the kind of the cheaper one, using um, less of the aged grapes. The tawny port we're having today is more that kind of aged, um, barreling. Um, you know, ones we are going try try today is obviously from. 78 years ago, but they age in 14 years before we actually try it. So a lot more expensive, a lot more complex. And the other one is the white port, which uses indigenous grapes from uh, around Porto, um, which is the Rabigato, Biocino Gouveia, and Malvasia. How's that Portuguese? He sounds Portuguese. I've never been. Uh, right. Does, he, does he, sound, he sound like a local? Yeah. Sounds like a local. <laughs> um, so when you, if you go to Porto, amazing place to go um, mm. along the shores there of Porto, all the colors. Um, and what you see is some of those really prominent names are that create port, you know, Sandman, uh, Ferreira, Calum, and Taylors. So it's a beautiful area. And the reason why they have there on the port is um, where all the port grapes are grown is around the Douro Valley, so upper uh, to the west of Portugal. And what they do is they pick those grapes, and the old days, you know, you had to carry them through. But how do you carry them through? They had the Douro River. They put them onto mm. these big ships that kind of go down. So you see these iconic um, vistas or images of the boats carrying all these um, grapes Rates, down yeah. towards um, the warehouses around port with all these colors where they store and create port wines <laughs> that you try. So if you do get a chance to go there, go to those um, places. I mentioned also there's many more as well. You do a tasting of all the various types of ports because I think we always think of port as this old person's wine. Yes. Yeah, it does come across like that. But yes. when I went there, it really kind of opened my eyes to all these different types of flavors as well. Uh-huh. Um, very beautiful types of um, sweet, nuanced, complex type of wines that we should also try a lot more often. And we'll try it today as well. Um, but I guess for today, we're not going to port. We're not trying those Portuguese grapes. We're going to try a different type of port, which is a penfold port using Shiraz grapes. And, um, again, a very special wine. I'll just pass it on over to
2: Nisha, and then going to speak more about why it's so special as well. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think, firstly, it's great to be here because usually I'm on the other side as a viewer, so seeing how you guys all set up and, uh, you know, start the episode and, and so forth. But um, the reason why I sort of chose Port um, as the wine for us is that Every time we actually drink or when, when I drink and open up any of my bottles is when we're all together. It's mm. rarely that I open it up, um, well, it's apart from family, but it's usually gatherings. And I wanted, um, going back to your slogan of what's trying something new. Yeah. we've never actually opened a bottle of port together and mm. drank it so yeah um this one has special significance for me uh, this particular bottle because it's been handed down from my father who's no longer with us um coincidentally his birthday would have been this week so wow. good timing for the episode yeah. yeah but for me this particular wine was you know um my father loved his alcohol mm. like he's a bit of a joker but he also loved um you know family gatherings and opening a bottle yeah um and specifically he liked port as his after dinner drink and you know a few times we'd we'd open up like a much younger one but Mm. he specifically uh, um purchased these two bottles that were from 1940 the year that he's born and um 45 um just because he loves it so much he won it's the only time i think i've seen him invest more than a hundred dollars like if you if you were to like Google this and this bottle would be around three hundred plus dollars at auction. Oh. So for this bottle, it was more around. Um, unfortunately, my my dad just only be, was able to try the 1940 on his last mm. few months. Um, he didn't quite get to enjoy it, but I didn't want this bottle to go to waste, and so. I thought this was a good occasion to bring it up and uh, yeah, try it together. Oh, yeah.
1: Thanks for sharing it Definitely. with us. What, what a moment and, and big memories that are coming out of there. So, did he did he purchase this later? So, yeah, so he purchased. When it, did he purchase it?
2: Um, at least one of these bottles. I think the forty five he purchased a bit earlier, mm. um, but the nineteen forty he did purchase in the last ten years. And we you know, we only just opened it, and um, he had like maybe one small glass and, yeah, unfortunately, he was on too many medications to be able to really enjoy it. But um, it was a really, yeah, really amazing wine. I've never had, obviously, anything like that. I've had a few port wines before. I've been to Porto, Mm. much, much younger variants. But, yeah, we'll see how this one is. Yeah,
1: great. To
0: your point before, it's so much more about, like, the price of the wine or the age of the wine. It's mm. about the kind of memories that you kind of share and it's bonded with the wine, that you have with both your dad and now hopefully we can also share that as well so really good um so 78 year old wine so what year is that jason Do you know yeah
1: it's uh 1945 because i think he said that just earlier <laughs> which is great don't try to test me with my maths
0: <laughs> but yeah it's a long time yeah so you notice there's uh two dates on the label uh one is 1945 vintage and then it's also bottled 21st of july 1969 it's a grandfather port mm-hmm. and it has the words well-aged ports made from shiraz grapes and barossa mature in small oak car so it's kind of two significant or well, three significant things that you see on the on the label here one 1945 um so that was when world war ii finished so find a big point in history um and then the next one's bottled 21st of july 1969 and do you know do you know what happened on the 20th of july 1969 taking you back uh no because i wasn't even born <laughs> what, what happened I that on. no um 20th of july 1969 is when uh the first moon landing happened
1: wow two significant dates and two uh, significant periods. dates yeah
0: I, I didn't even know that yeah <laughs> okay and do you know why it's called the grandfather port as well no, tell me, because the port had its, no, I don't know. What's, <laughs> no, <but> yeah, the <laughs> yeah. grandfather made them. No. Um, the reason why it's called the grandfather port is in Penfolds, they use uh, a system called the Solera system. So when we think Solera, I think about a pyramid, mm-hmm. and at the top, there's the youngest ports or youngest wines, and then it gets older and older and older towards the bottom. So the bottom there is what we call the grandfather um, type of ports. And the idea of that one is you keep moving the younger ones towards the lower ones, and the Low ones, but uh, from that one to the low one underneath mm-hmm. that, so it starts to blend together and create a sort of consistency in the style.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So for this one, grandfather used the oldest one there. So you have all the ones at the bottom. They mix them together. They create the style. They age it for fourteen years, and then they bring it back out. And this is where we have the fourteen-year-old aging and nineteen sixty-nine. Actually have the port so this is at the bottom of the pyramid that's blended yeah. in with all of the other flavors Correct, from yeah. other generations wow okay so that's when even more like, special that's right for penfold you have like the father the grandfather and on the rare ones the great grandfather type of ports as well so there's only really kind of those good vintages where they start to kind of add it towards that system and trying to maintain the consistency and it's also not that it's every year they release these type of ports and it's only on certain years yeah or else they'll have- would have been all gone right diluted and everything like that so um very special i guess to be trying this grandfather port and
2: one day we can also try
0: i've got another grandfather port here as well which oh, is actually wow. from my grandfather so yeah. it wasn't named after him <laughs> yeah so um can you try that again i don't know what year it is here um but yeah great to see these kind of grandfather ports we should drink more fortified wines and let's just try this yeah. one
1: look i'm um... I don't know about you guys, but the smell is really intoxicating. Yeah. It's got this sweet, and when you said brandy, this this raisiny yeah. flavor. I'm really looking forward to trying it.
0: I know it's getting warm here, and in Australia, it is warm is summer. And for me,
2: it smells a bit like Christmas kind of coming through. Mm. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. like it's that like Christmas raisin pudding <laughs> kind of thing that, that I, I yeah, get.
2: literally. We I had the 1940 at Christmas with my wow. father. So, yeah. yeah,
1: again another special moment. Okay. Look, I'm looking at the bottle as well, and you can tell the age. There's a fair bit of sediment and um i don't know what the, the kind of like dusting around yeah, it, it it's something called it crusting yeah crusting is, that, yeah. that's come through so you, yeah. you can tell the age let's give this a go so yeah. so let's try uh and look at it from the eyes nose and mouth and if you if you were to describe this on the eyes Nishine, what, what kind of colors are you seeing here wow
2: yeah, typically for your normal fortifieds i think um you would see much, much richer colours here. This one's a bit more browner, I yeah. think just because it's due to the pure aging process of the it. I think
0: similar to those kind of really, really kind of old wines as well. That kind of brickishness, kind of orangey yeah type of look. And you can see that with with age, the tannins also break down. So that's why it's a bit more transparent. You can see well. through it.
2: That's definitely the case in this one. It's just
1: the thing that stands out for me is that yellow ring around it it yeah. kind of almost looks like it's olive oil
0: which shows more age as around well around yeah.
1: yeah so the, the the color going away yeah. from the wine that's great okay and on the nose Oh, raisins, <laughs> just raisins. It's really intoxicating. It, it, it's, it's the it's raisins, got closest, yeah. And it's it's the alcohol. There's still a bit of a fair mm. bit of heat that was coming out of it. We were talking about it earlier. How much alcohol is in port typically?
2: This wasn't actually stated because in those days they didn't um, list the, the alcohol ratings. Mm. So it's only our guess at the moment. Maybe but maybe, t- maybe the new one has more the alcohol ratings on it.
0: You can taste it. You can let me know. We'll we'll find out.
2: But
1: it certainly comes through on the nostrils. Let's give it a taste. Cheers! Cheers to your dad. Thank you for sharing this and joining us on this niche.
2: Mm. That sweetness really hits you straight away, doesn't it? Mm.
1: The thick, viscous syrup, like honey, is the first thing I get on the palate. You
0: mentioned thick, but I was, I think. I was expecting thicker, right? because I'm thinking like that kind of Mm. honey. I'm thinking kind of thick syrupy, but it's actually um, a lighter viscosity than what I was thinking.
2: I find it just super smooth, right? Like in terms of having any of these really strong, strong wines, you just...
0: It's like like butterscotch as well, kind of coming through, Mm. which I think will go really well with these, not egg tarts... So, there's four here, so someone can go for seconds. Do you want to try this with the board now?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Nishan, grab grab one.
0: So, I went out early this morning, as soon as it opened, 8.30 a.m., and then got these ones. It's got the crunch now. Wow.
1: Everyone can probably hear that. Thank you for grabbing these all the way from... Mm,
2: This is amazing. Mm. Mmm.
1: Okay, that's not the egg tart. Mm.
0: Have you had it before?
1: I think I have, but not, not as good as mm. this. Like the the flaky pastry is amazing
2: with the port mm. as well as well. It definitely goes with the pork. Oh. I'm in heaven, I think. Yeah, typically like yeah. a lot of people have it with the desserts, right, too. Yeah. But it's amazing even despite both of them being really sweet, they still complement each other.
1: hmm
2: Sorry, I'm
0: just in the moment now. Just yeah. kind of like <laughs> can't even talk.
1: Sweet and sweet, but it's not overpowering. Mm. You're not getting sick of it. You kind of just want want a bit of more. Oh. There's there's something really interesting about the port. I don't know if you guys get it. I get a bit of like a a charcoal flavor, not in a bad way, but something like something's been charred on the barbecue a bit. Not not like a a bitter flavor, but it's kind of got this smokiness to it. Do you do you guys get? I that? I know what you mean. There's some, there's some little element of that in there.
0: It's that kind of yeah.
1: Mm. It's the, so interesting.
0: It hits you with a raisin first, but then I get that kind of butterscotchy kind of caramel kind of thing. But mm. I, I get what you mean by that kind of that kind of smoke kind of coming through, but very subtle.
1: Yeah. Mm. Not in a bad way. And, and and what else do we have in front of us? What's this big slab here?
0: Ah, uh, I brought a big slab here. <laughs> you brought a big slab. It's a. My wife brought it, um, but it's also another classic pairing. Mm. Um, it's not sweet with sweet, but it's salty with sweet. Mm. Um, but it's a, a blue cheese, a Gorgonzola Dolce. Um, mm. Blue cheese. I know we had it in one of the other episodes <laughs> doing um, salty with sweet, but that time it was a sauterne.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. With blue yeah. cheese.
0: This time we got some port here, yeah. sweet wine. I can already with the blue cheese, and I know last time it was like amazing nine-hour ten-cork screwed-up pairing.
1: That was heaven, yes.
0: He's more heaven as well. So we had the <laughs> the custard, pasta donata tarts, and now we have got blue cheese as well. Wow, it's contributing towards the Chunga dunkers, but who cares?
1: <laughs> it's we're here to enjoy. <laughs> Let's give this a go. So we've got some uh, spoons here, nish. Grab a grab a spoon. Oh, oh you got that? I was oh. going to scoop it. Serve, oh, serve the much. guests.
2: Good man. Dolce. I don't think I've ever had port and che- blue cheese. Port and cheese is the first for everything. All
1: right, cheese. Cheese. Mm.
2: It's good cheese. Mm. Still goes very well with it. It goes, it goes well. I don't the know. I think
1: the saltone was better. Was the saltone cooler? Was that cold or not? Was it was a room temperature?
0: Probably room temperature by the time we actually did it.
1: There's something a bit different about it, but uh, it still
0: goes. Still go. Not maybe not as good as the sore tomb.
1: Yes. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, I want to eat five more custard tarts as well. <laughs> <laughs> really good. So should we do corkscrew ratings? Cork- corkscrew ratings. Okay? On the port. And uh, I have to say, I haven't had much port in my life. I've, mm. I've, I've really imagined. I always just imagine brandy, but a bit sweeter, to mm. be honest. Sounds like you've had a fair bit of port, Nish. Out of ten, using the wind-up corkscrew rating that's soon to be international, what what would you give this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What would out of ten? What would you give the port?
2: I definitely would sort of say that this is up there in terms of the best that I've sort of had. Right, Um, I think still this one maybe the selling wasn't as good when I took it over (laughs) in the last few years. Maybe that's why it's a bit different. But definitely the nineteen forty was. Like, hands down, like, if you were to rank for me ports, that would be, like, a 10 out of 10. This would be between 8 or 9 for me mm. because it's still really, really good mm. um, and super, super smooth. Mm. And that's what I'm looking for. But it's um, it's just doesn't, I don't know, just missing a little bit of something that I would, pop, you know, in, in yeah. order for me to give it a 9 or a 10, like, fully. Yeah.
1: What about you? you I, I, you've you had a bit more port than me than I'm assuming because you've been there.
2: Well, I've so.
0: been there. tried it. Uh, I think for me, it would have been a 7 out of 10. But then with the custard tarts, it would have been an 8 out of 10. Really? It did lift it. Yeah. When I had the the tarts with it.
1: What's the difference between the port that you'd had over there and this one, like in terms of, because you're giving it a seven. So there's something that's a yeah, bit different.
0: You talk, you're talking like over 10 years ago. So, you know, my memory kind of uh, evades me at the moment because it's that this kind of old age that I kind of have at the yeah. moment. But for me, it's, it's it's complex, it's smooth, but maybe I was expecting a bit more in terms of a bit more body to it. Ah, um, okay. I think maybe that's what's kind of missing for me. Yeah, got it.
1: Look, look for me as someone who hasn't had too much port. I, I got to say, it, it, I really enjoyed the flavor. I enjoyed it, 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 the taste. I like the, I like the complexity. That kind of charcoal thing that I was talking about was really making me think mm. about it. And for that reason, I, I give it an eight out of ten uh, because it, it's something I enjoyed and, and made me think. And mm. it's also a special moment for us mm. to be together yeah. and to uh, have a good memory of your dad as well. Yeah. So that's been great. Thanks for sharing this, Nish.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: And so that probably takes us to the end. Yeah, it it takes (laughs) us to the end. Did you have any last thoughts you wanted to?
0: Um, Last thoughts, again, kind of harks back to what we said earlier around... So I've got one of the producers here talking about the wonderful um, T-shirt that Nishan's got as well. Did you notice it? No, no. What's the T-shirt? <laughs> well, you
2: guys actually just described the birds coming down in Porto. This is like literally the um, the T-shirt I got in Porto. Um, oh, you didn't notice I it. I did not notice <laughs> that. You should you have said the, that the Portuguese, Portuguese flag and everything, yeah. Just to for the occasion
1: while you were there, you you purchased yeah, yeah. it, Yeah, I did. Well done. Yeah. This is from Blacktown, but um, <laughs> I don't and this, and this is from Uniqlo as well. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's a good part to no sort of my the last way. thoughts,
0: yeah. Thank you again for sharing this moment with us and sharing the port as well. Because I know that you know it's very kind of close to you and that, that that's connections between you and your father and kind of sharing that with us as well. Um, means for me, kind of means it does mean a lot in terms of sharing that, but it's also, uh, I guess, a shine. A, a signal of, kind of that kind of solidarity around the friends and the kind of bring us together as well. So um, yeah, thank you.
2: Yeah, and definitely thanks to you guys because you know, especially we talk about wine all the time. Yeah. But we also I've learned a lot just <laughs> listening to you guys, like in terms of your 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 journey and being able yeah. to share that with everyone. So it's been appreciated. Thank you.
1: Yeah, that's great. And and we're uh, we're looking to ha- forward to having you on more often. <laughs> yeah, as, as our guest for this. So that that takes us to the end. Again, really appreciate you joining us and sharing this and great time to celebrate your dad. Uh, if we think about our slogan, it, like you said, it, it's really helped us all the way in putting that through because we don't have very many ports. Yeah. So let's put that slogan together as we say thank you. Drink more, more try more, learn more. Learn more. Thank Thanks you. Thanks,
0: everyone. Bye.